office box a box of chocolates would I know to stay away what's that off his box a box of chocolates would I eat them anyway cause every time I have half a mind to leave you babe that means I It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Good evening, this is Mike, and Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture every Thursday evening at 6.30. And man, we've just got big heaps of culture here in Ann Arbor, and I'm here to tell you about it. This is the Edible Events Calendar Edition of Pandora's Lunchbox. That's a lot of qualifiers, but all the qualifiers in today's show are edible. It's true. Now, this is Italian-American Heritage Month here in October. Just want to make a mention of that. On a website called ItalianHeritageMonth.com, they recommend today as a day to think of Mother Frances Xavier Cabrini, the first American citizen to become a saint. Wasn't actually born that day, but they're they're deeming today as a day to think about her. I have it on good authority that she is the patron saint of Cannelloni. I just... Made that up, and looking on uh, Wikipedia right now, a little bit about cannelloni, if you can't actually picture it, it looks really good. Cannelloni is Italian for large reeds. It's a cylindrical pasta served bake with a filling and covered by a sauce, either a tomato sauce or a white sauce. And the stuffing can include spinach and various kinds of meat. And says here, if one cannot find ready-made cannelloni, rolling lasagna around a filling is an alternative. Roland Lasagna Review here on Pandora's Lunchbox. I don't know why I said that either. But there is a song about cannelloni, and that's the best news of all so far in this show. I think so. Giorgio Conte, a great Italian singer, younger brother of Paolo Conte, another great Italian singer, has a song called Cannelloni. And I have some approximate English lyrics, which I will read to you first before I play the song for you. I want cannelloni for me. Yes, for me. I'll give you a little bit for you. Sad about your diet. How many sacrifices? Afterwards, octopus for me. Yes, for me. No, not for her, really. She just can't. Maybe he can be satisfied with a carrot and a little white rice, but strictly no butter and no salt. It went from he to she. I'm not sure how. Google Translate, speak to me your truths. Now a bit of cake for me. Yes, to me. Sad about your diet here at the restaurant while I eat like an elephant and you pretend nothing. Sad about your diet. How many benefits, though? Bring two cups of coffee as well. Uh, Swallow the carrot and the rice, the one with no butter and no salt and without a little cheer. Sad about your diet at the restaurant while I eat like an elephant and you pretend nothing without a little bit of fun. A little bit of fun will be later at my house. Voglio cannelloni per me, si per me. Un pochino te ne darò, si per te. Triste la tua dieta, quasi tutto esclude, quanti sacrifici. Dopo muscadini per me, sì per me, non per lei davvero che lei proprio non può. Forse ponte bene una carota ed un po' di riso in bianco, ma rigorosamente senza burro e senza sale. Un po' di torta per me, sì per me A lei porti un tazzon di carcane 
Triste la tua dieta al ristorante Mentre mangio come un elefante Tu hai finta di niente Triste la tua dieta Quasi tutto esclude Quanti benefici però carota e riso, quello senza burro e senza sale e senza un poco di allegria. Triste la tua dieta al ristorante mentre mangio come un elefante tu fai finta di niente senza un poco Alegria, quella dopo a casa mia. Triste la tua dieta al ristorante mentre mangio come un elefante tu fai finta di niente senza un poco di allegria. Quella dopo a casa mia, quella dopo a casa mia. Are you kidding me? That was awesome. That was Giorgio Conte. And cannelloni. Mm, 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 mm. You know, I just realized that song. I wish I had what I was about to tell you about in front of me or in front of you. But that song there in which he eats like an elephant and laments that his lady is on a diet seems to me the reverse image of a song by one of our Italian-American heroes, everybody's hero, Louis Prima, Banana Split for My Baby, in which... He's singing banana split for banana split for my baby, a glass of plain water for me, and he goes on and on about all the stuff he wants piled up on top of her banana split. I think pizza is one of them too. Mmm, I don't know. But he has no money, so he just wants a glass of plain water. I think that is the reverse image of the song you just heard. One day I'm gonna play them back to back. In the meantime, this is Pandora's Lunchbox. Really has been for a while. Gonna tell you in a little bit about a production of a Midsummer Night's Dream that's going to be at the Dreamland Theater this Saturday. A puppet production, marionettes and shadow puppets production of A Midsummer Night's Dream at Dreamland Theater this Saturday in Ypsilanti. In the meantime, stuff that's coming up this Friday night, that's actually tomorrow, yes, at the University of Michigan. A few things now. There's going to be an evening of exhibits tomorrow night stretching from the U of M Hatcher Graduate Library's Audubon Room and Gallery through the Clark Library and into the Shapiro Undergraduate Library, once called the Ugly. This open house will highlight work by U of M students, as well as an exhibit focusing on the Jewish contribution to American food culture co-curated by a U of M graduate student. All of this stuff is going to be happening tomorrow from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. at various spots. 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. at the Hatcher Graduate Library, the Shapiro Undergraduate Library, and several other spots. Now then, 
then and now, now and then, and then after that also, will be UMA After Hours. The University of Michigan Museum of Arts can have a free community event tomorrow night from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Visitors can explore the permanent collection galleries and enjoy special exhibitions. Those include sweeping landscapes by the iconic photographer Brett Weston, rarely seen sculptures by one of the founding members of the abstract expressionists Adolf Gottlieb, and a selection of architectural projects by Nayun Huang and David Eugen Moon, also known as NHDM. And also at UMA, University of Michigan Museum of Art, there's going to be music by Aguanco, live music by the Michigan-based Latin Jazz Ensemble led by Alberto Nassif, which blends the traditions of jazz, son, and salsa. There will also be curators' conversations and light refreshments. That's all at the University of Michigan Museum of Art on the corner of State and South University. UMA After Hours, tomorrow from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Now, this i got to tell you about immediately. This is coming up next Wednesday, and it's especially for animals, so if you are, you might be curious about this. The dessert... <clears throat> this is... <clears throat> I'm, I'm suddenly feeling very animalistic in my speech. The Detroit Zoo will be presenting a smashing good time this next Wednesday. They're going to give the animals pumpkins filled with tasty treats to eat, to play with, to roll around in, to tear apart, and smash. Each year around Halloween, the Detroit Zoo's animal welfare staff, did you know they had one, provides environmental enrichment in the form of pumpkins, gourds, and corn stalks as special holiday treats for the animals. Where are the enrichment items going to be? They're going to be hidden throughout the animals' habitats or prepared and placed in a unique manner to stimulate natural behaviors such as foraging or stalking. Stalking pumpkins. The lions and tigers like to hunt and stalk piñatas... I didn't know they had that function, filled with a variety of cat-friendly smells and treats, said curator of animal welfare, Elizabeth Arbaugh. She predicts the other animals will enjoy pushing, playing with, smashing, and devouring their treats. Mm -hmm. This follows now with an enrichment schedule. This is next Wednesday. Now write this down. There should be some enrichment music. Let me, um, I don't know what this music is at all. I'm just going to start playing it and talk. So we can have some enrichment music in the background. Here we go. This sounds like fun. Nah. Let me try this. Let me, wait, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Uh, enrichment schedule starts at 10.30 a.m. The river otters are going to get Halloween ice treats. At 11 a.m., the vultures will get some treat-filled pumpkins. At 11.30 a.m., the tigers will get a piñata. At noon, the gorillas and the drills... Drills? Mandrills, perhaps? will get treat-filled pumpkins. At 12.30 p.m., the lions will get a piñata. At 1 p.m., the polar bears will get pumpkins, a popular treat. At 1.30 p.m., the grizzly bears will get pumpkins. At 2 p.m., wait, wolverines? Wolverines. Is this a sports show? No. The wolverines at 2 p.m. will get piñatas, pumpkins, and spaghetti. No cannelloni, though. At 2.30 p.m., the anteaters will get Halloween treats. The Detroit Zoo says giving these Halloween treats will enhance the animals' habitats to make them more dynamic and engaging. And there you go. What have we been listening to? We've been listening to Tomas R. Einarsson with Rum Drum. And hopefully this will not be a situation in which the animals will feel humdrum. But you know what I don't see at all on this list? I don't see no hungry wolves. Not at all.
At daybreak, I roam ready to tear up those pumpkins. But I paraphrase. That is X and the hungry wolf. Yes, just a reminder of the hungry animals who will be tearing up and playing with pumpkins next Wednesday at the Detroit Zoo from 10.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. from River Otters to Anteaters. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. I'm Mike. It's a show about food and culture and stuff. Coming up uh, at 7, face the music. In the meantime, I wanted to talk about that Dreamland Theater production in Ypsilanti of A Midsummer's Night, a Midsummer Night's Dream. This has been a production long in the works by Naya Venturi, who is, you might say, the curator, the, the overall person who created the Dreamland Theater, makes wonderful marionettes. She's been a great guest on my show. I've always enjoyed talking to her and talked to her a little bit earlier this year, and we're going to hear a little snippet of our chat in just a second. But William Shakespeare's Midsummer Night's Dream will be performed with marionettes and shadow puppets starting Saturday, October 19th. The doors will open at 7.30 p.m. Performance starts promptly at 8 p.m. The performance is an hour and 30 minutes long. It's going to be at the Dreamland Theater on Washington Street in Ypsilanti. And there will be shadow puppeters, marionette puppeteers, a makeshift a makeshift troupe of actors performing such characters as Peter Quince, Nick Bottom, Francis Flute, Robin Starveling, Tom Snout, and Stug. So many characters, I can't even read through them, but it's, uh, it's already fun hearing the names of the folks who are going to be in the play. Now, what's interesting, aside from the fact that it's going to be a puppet edition of Midsummer Night's Dream, is that the project was initiated when the Dreamland puppets were used in a movie by, I believe the director's name is Arnaud Desplechin. I hope I pronounced that correctly. The movie was called Jimmy P., but it also initially had a longer subtitle. The movie stars Benicio Del Toro, and the movie itself premiered in the U.S. on October 1st. Naya Ventura of the Dreamland Theater was involved in that movie for a period with some of her puppets. She created puppets, which were featured in a scene from the movie. Let's listen a little bit to the conversation we had earlier this year and hear about that. Um, so this is a movie. Um, they shot it in um, Dearborn and also... Well, Monroe, and um, some place in the in the middle of the Wyoming or something. Oh, okay. Um, but yes, it, it um, stars Benicio del Toro as a, a Blackfoot uh, Indian, Native American, and he is a World War II um, soldier that's in a um, psychiatric institution, um, and it's about his treatment the the stories about his treatment which is why the title is um psychotherapy of a plains indian and um so we got to shoot this the scene uh with benicio del toro in um this nunnery in monroe i think it's monroe a giant nunnery that was built in the 20s and they made that into the uh psychiatric institution so you got thee to a nunnery i guess yes (laughs) Yes, and they built a stage to my specification, which I have at Dreamland now. They gave it to me because I asked. Oh, wow. They otherwise would have probably just dismantled it and stored it somewhere. So um, that was great. And, um, yeah, I got to um, work with um, work with him. They're, the scene, um, they're watching a puppet 
this is actually based on a true story, too. Um, they're watching A Midsummer Night's Dream, and um, the character is getting very upset because the puppet's knees are bending, and it's not standing straight. And so he finally goes up and straightens it out. Um, and so we, I rehearsed that with, um, with Benicio, and, and, you know, we rehearsed, and he was really polite. And then when we actually shot it, um, and he walked up and straightened up the puppet and shot me this really nasty look. And I actually like got scared for a second because it was so convincing. I was like, Oh my God, what did I do? Oh my gosh. <laughs> but that was, that was fun. It was fun. It was, uh, an interesting experience. Niven Shuri talking to me a few months ago about working with Benicio del Toro on a movie, which eventually came to have the name Jimmy P the movie came out on, on October 1st, and doing that scene has inspired her to come up with her own, It's gonna, it sounds like it's going to be wonderful, production of A Midsummer Night's Dream at the Dreamland Theater in Ypsilanti this Saturday, October 19th. Also, there will be performances in subsequent Saturdays. So, the Dreamland Theater this Saturday, doors open at 7.30, performance starts promptly at 8 p.m. That's A Midsummer Night's Dream with marionettes and shadow puppets. Now, what else is going on? Lots of stuff, lots of stuff, lots of stuff. Food Day is October 24th, next Thursday. Now on Food Day Eve, yes, there's going to be a film. Is, is there such a thing as Food Day Eve? Well, you can find out, I suppose. There's going to be a film. We're, you know, we're going to go back to the Hatcher Graduate Library. Let's do that. Next Wednesday, there's going to be a film. Now, here's what Hatcher, Hatcher Graduate Library says. Do you know where your food comes from and who works to get it to your table? Join us for refreshments and a screening of the film The Harvest, La Cosecha, followed by a panel discussion. The 2011 film The Harvest, La Cosecha, is the story of the children who work 12 to 14 hour days in the fields without the protection of child labor laws. These children are not toiling in the fields of some faraway land. They are working in America. Says here also, Food Day is a nationwide celebration of healthy, affordable, and sustainably produced food and a grassroots campaign for better food policies. And their website is foodday.org. Again, next Wednesday, October 23rd. This is from 5 p.m. to 7.30 at the Hatcher Graduate Library at the U of M. Room 100 in the gallery of the Graduate Library. A film, The Harvest, La Cosecha, or La Cosecha, perhaps. And I apologize if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and uh, I believe I just felt the presence of Arwolf in the room, getting ready to bring some music to you at 7 o'clock. I believe it will involve the number 3. I believe so, at 7. The number 3. In the meantime, let's take a dip into the soul kitchen. Let's go back to X, the folks who did Hungry Wolf. These guys are rocking. They're They're rocking. Can you hear that? I can't hear that. So, we're not hearing X right now, I'm afraid to say. Let me see what happens if I do this. Nope. We are not hearing X, I'm afraid. I don't know why that is. But let's try... I don't know, some Mars bars. Let's, let's, let's raid the pantry and get some Mars bars from the, uh, the undertones. Yeah. 
makes me workers than play. The housemaid makes me workers than play. To Patrick Murray, David Bowie, and all the other stars. There's evidence here to show you that there's life on Mars. I need a Mars for a race spar to help me through the day. I need a Mars for a tattoo for the housemaid makes me workers than play. The housemaid makes me workers than play. There's glucose for It's only there to keep it that I'd live. I need a Mars bar and make this part to help me through the day. I need a Mars bar and tattoo for it helps me, makes me work as the play. It helps me, makes me work as the play. To anybody out there who still eats twigs, no. a body of packets of buttons. I give them up when I was six. I hope your teeth are rotten. Sounds like great music for romping tigers and other animals, jumping around, smashing pumpkins, don't you think? Smashing pumpkins. That rings a bell. Anyway, no time for that, though. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike. Thank you for tuning in. Arv will help us to face the music, I believe, in mere moments. In the meantime, just a quick wrap-up of some of the events uh, that are coming up. There's going to be UMA After Hours. The University of Michigan Museum of Art is going to have an event, public free event, this Friday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. I talked to you about the Detroit Zoo smashing a bunch of pumpkins. We've been there. But there will be the Dreamland Theater's Marionette and Shadow Puppet production of Midsummer Night's Dream starting this Saturday. Doors open at 7.30 p.m. And there will be subsequent performances on subsequent Saturdays, subsequently. I've been Mike for a while. You're listening to WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. You're also listening possibly to WCBN.org. If you aren't, then perhaps you should be also. Then you'd have it in stereo, one internet in one ear and one radio in the other. It's kind of hard to explain, but in the meantime, we're going to wrap things up here with some some chitlins here. We're going to switch them around here and get some chitlin switch blues from Slim and Slam, Slim Gaylord and Slam Stewart to you. Here they are. goes like this. Keep on listening and don't stop doing that. Chitlin' Switch Blues, the Chitlin' Switch Blues, the Chitlin' Switch Blues. Oh, babe, I got the blues, pretty mama, blues around my head. Yes, 
Cause now you told me you didn't love me Now I wish I was dead Thanks, Mike. Always good to hear from Slim Gaylord and Slam Stewart. It's just about 7 o'clock. This is Radio Free Ann Arbor, WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. 88.3 is the exact frequency. And as Mike points out, people also listen to us online at WCBN.org. It's time for Face the Music, which is our weekly historical magnifying glass type show. And this week, the uh, magnifying glass is trained specifically, we're listening to recordings made in 1923. This is part of my extended series coordinated by the number three. Why would I do that? Because it's the closing weeks of 2013. So I do this every year. I was, uh, last year I was into twos, you know. Um, we're into threes. This is actually the third parcel of threes that I'm putting across. And I want to, before I go any further, thank Weston Hughes for coming in here and airing music that I put together but was unable to present in person last week because I was indisposed. Weston, you're my hero. Thank you. I'm going to open with a piano solo cut in... 1923, by Richard M. Jones. It's interesting that M stood for McNee, but it looks like my knee. And in fact, some musicians called him Richard My Knee. Um, and since my it was my knee that kept me off the air last week, this is kind of morbidly appropriate. Richard M. Jones, 1923, the Jazz and Babies Blues. Let's face the music together. <laughs> 